0: We are just honored. We love this guy. To to, to join the Bernie and Sid show this morning, he's the president of the Catholic League. His name is William Donahue, and let's bring him in. Good morning, Bill.
1: Good morning, guys. How are you doing?
0: All right. Ah, We're doing great, man. We just spoke spoke to Sarah Palin. We're speaking to you now. Two two faves, two Bernie and Sid faves. And, uh, Bill, of course, it's all about uh, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Now, uh... Of course, uh, you know, everybody was saying it's settled law. As a matter of fact, a lot of the Supreme Court justices during their confirmation hearings uh, did actually say that. Cut 13. Lou, please listen to Kavanaugh, Brett Kavanaugh, uh, Bill Donahue, and I want your reaction on the other side, please.
2: It's settled
0: as a precedent of the Supreme Court entitled to respect under principles of stare decisis. And one of the important things to keep in mind about Roe v. Wade is that it has been reaffirmed many times. So, uh, Bill, does it sound like maybe he was misleading some of the, as Susan Collins and others are alleging, that he misled the the, uh, senators back during the confirmation hearings or no?
1: According to that particular clip, it does sound that way, but I've also heard him answer the same question with other senators, and uh, he certainly didn't make any comment uh, as definitive as that. Uh, The question I have is this, since when does our president care about settled law? Uh, From time immemorial, marriage was between a man and a woman. So we threw that out. We got rid of that. That's hundreds of years old. And in fact, (laughs) if you in history, it's it's time immemorial. Nobody ever recognized two men and two women getting married. So they unsettled that law, didn't they? And they didn't worry about that. So uh, there's a bit of a game being played here uh, by the Democrats.
2: Oh, a bit of a game? It's a huge game, (laughs) but... The reason why I love you, Bill, is uh, specifically you and I. Look at the differences, okay? You're Catholic, I'm Jewish, right? You're pro-life, I'm pro-choice. Uh, you don't march with the uh, homosexual community in the parade, and me and Bernie had two nights back in 2003. We'd like to forget, to be honest with you. And yet you and I are still really, really good friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's but, uh, not true, but, but uh, That's not true. But on a, uh, on, on a serious note, um, listen, if you're pro-choice, pro-life, Don't be going to Supreme Court justices' homes. Don't be uh, going into Catholic churches. Feel the way you want to feel. God bless you. But they always take it the next step. This is the bigger issue with the Democrats' bill. Agree?
1: Well, I agree, and I don't see that coming from our side. And if, and if it did come from our side, I would condemn it. No, these people are fascist. When you're going to start crashing Catholic churches, we had to spend a lot of money in New York City to, to, uh, to barricade up St. Patrick's Cathedral because of this. And by the way, I met with Cardinal Dolan about a month ago, and I told him, I said, beware. Uh, these people are vicious, and I expect vandalism and violence. I didn't expect it to come at this point because I obviously didn't uh, plan any kind of a, any leak. I thought it would come at the end of June, which would coincide with the gay process celebration, so yeah uh, these people are not normal protesters, you and I can disagree on abortion or anything else, and we can do it in in a very friendly uh, fashion and if people want to use bullhorns and take to the streets, I'm all in favor of that, I've done it but when you start going into people's homes or outside them, trying to harass harass them and intimidate them, this kind of doxing, that should be off the table I don't care what side anybody is on on any particular issue, that stuff is just simply should be off the table
0: that is actually, it's actually terroristic behavior. I mean, you're scaring the hell out of the kids and the, the families inside the home. Plus, they uh, actually the – Molotov cocktailed a uh, pro-life office out in Wisconsin. That is domestic terrorism. I, I, I want to hear Mer- Merrick Garland and Joe Biden and the rest of these creeps condemn that, that type of stuff. But, Bill, let me present this to you. Of course, uh, we were supposed to win the uh, no- November election handily. It's going to be a big red wave. Now all of a sudden you throw this, uh, Roe v. Wade thing, which galvanizes the left. They're out in the streets, bullhorns, you know, so, and this may be a false choice and it may not be, but which is more important in the grand scheme of things in 2022 that we overturn Roe versus Wade or that we take back the house and the Senate given the state of the country today? Which is the more preferable, uh, a choice to you?
1: Well, we're going to get them both. There's no question about it. The Democrats can't win in November. You've got, you, you, you've got people crashing on our border. We've got uh, uh, crime rates at, at, at all-time highs. People won't come back to work in New York City. Only 37% of the office buildings are, are back. We've, we've, we've got a war in Ukraine, which, which, which uh, this guy doesn't know Tuesday from Thursday, doesn't know what he's doing uh, on that. We've got record inflation destroying people's 401K. And, yes, we will win on rate. No one's going to change their vote. No justice is going to change his vote, so it'll go back to the states where it belongs, and then and then uh, people can and can make the decisions with their lawmakers. When you have Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who was an abortion rights advocate, uh, and she was the head of the re- Reproduction uh, Rights Project of the American Civil Liberties Union. When you when when you have her and Alan Dershowitz and Lawrence Tribe from Harvard Law School and Archibald Cox from Harvard Law School and The New Republic liberal magazine editorials, and they all come out and they say that Roe v. Wade should never have been made by the Supreme Court. They were all in favor of legalized abortion, as long as the lawmakers passed it, but they said that this decision was wrong, they made it up out of whole cloth, and so people are, are badly educated on this issue. You can you can still be in favor of abortion rights, but you can't, you can't rest it on Roe. And these people out there, the terrorists, saying Ruth sent us, that's the name of the group, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was not a proponent of violence, and she was against the Roe decision, not in terms of its conclusion, but because the justices made it. Now, so so people need to find out what's going on here. Of course, Roe v. Wade is going to be overturned. It should never have been been decided in the first place, any more than Plessy versus Ferguson uh, should should have been allowed in 1896, uh, having segregated cars for whites and blacks in the trains. And they overturned that in 1954. What happened to that settled law? Thank God we right. unsettled it. Yep. Yeah, Bill, Bill, but, yep,
2: no, you're right. Yep. Bill Donahue, the Indeed. head of the Catholic League, always uh, i mean just knows everything and is just so enthusiastic in his delivery. The, very few better than you, Bill, on the radio, and I'm being honest about that. Bernie feels the same way. So I was, I was having dinner the other night with my beautiful wife, Danielle, and uh, the world is on fire. Ukraine, Russia, this role versus waiting, thing, protesting all over the streets. And it just seems like for the last 16 months, really the last couple of years, if you want to be fair, dating back to the summer of 2020, the world has been on fire. And she said, let me ask you something. How's the Pope done? I said, first of all, I'm Jewish like you are, Danielle. Second of all, I haven't really paid attention to the Pope since John Paul. So this is a question out of complete ignorance. How is the Pope doing with situations like this?
1: Well, I mean, uh, first of all, he's not particularly in in, in the best of health. He can hardly walk these days. Um, He's made some terrible uh, statements about uh, blaming NATO, meaning the United States, and Western Europe for for Putin. So. you know, we, we respect his, his authority, but when he gets into areas which are outside his domain, uh, then people begin to look at him askance. He, he's done a horrible job in undermining the Catholic Church in China. And yet on the moral issues, on abortion, on marriage, he's been excellent. So it's kind of a mixed bag there with, with the Pope.
0: So, you know, Bill Donahue from the Catholic League on the Bernie and Sid show, you have some of our local politicians. You have uh, Schmuck Schumer. You have bubblehead uh, Kirsten Gillibrand. And you have this loud mouth, this fat mouth, uh, Attorney General Letitia James. I mean, screaming, shrieking, shrill as you can get about abortion. I am not going to apologize for having an abortion, and we are not going to change our lives and take away my body. My and when, when in fact, this ruling, uh, this overturning of Roe v. Wade, will not affect one person in New York State, not one person. And the local news here in New York, the fake local news. They go along with it. No, nobody, none of these local news channels say this overturning of Roe v. Wade will not affect you. As a matter of fact, uh, abortion was legal in New York State three years before Roe v.ersus Wade. What do you make of these phony fat mouths uh, that, uh, that 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 so that supposedly represent us?
1: Yeah, and, and and we we let's also mention the guy who absolutely adored abortion. His name is Andrew Cuomo, that great Catholic. He would scream at the top of his lungs, I defend the woman's right. Yeah, well, he wasn't. (laughs) Meanwhile, he was acting like a predator, but he was all in favor of that. You're right, Bernie. This is not going to change anything in New York. This is all grandstanding. It's about getting votes and money. But I tell you something, yeah, the left has been energized over this. Let me tell you something. So and so are the people who are conservative. So are the people who are who are opposed to abortion. And by the way, I'm sick and tired of hearing the, at these polls the American people uh, want to keep Roe v. Wade. No, they do not. If you ask the American people, should abortion be illegal, they say no. Should it be legal in any circumstances, they say no. They say it should be legal legal in very few circumstances in the early stages of pregnancy. The deeper you get into pregnancy, the more likely it is that people say we're against abortion and they're not for abortion for any reason whatsoever. Roe v. Wade says you can abort a baby right through term for any reason whatsoever. That's not what the American people believe. And the polls always twist the question so they can get the kind of desired response.
2: Listen, I believe in the first couple of months, I don't need to make an excuse to get it. Uh, so that's my opinion. Yes, as it goes, the pregnancy goes further, I disagree with that. Once you get past the first trimester, no abortions. But the first three months, I'm a woman, that's up to me. I don't need to make a legitimate excuse. I just can't afford to have the baby, that's the end of it. That's my opinion, okay? I understand that you're saying that most people need a legitimate excuse the first couple of months. That's not the way I feel. But, but uh, bringing it back to the Catholic Church, which is what you're the head of, do you think there's ever a possibility, ever, 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 in some galaxy far, far away, that some of these social issue uh, ideas may change, whether it's gay marriage or abortion, something like that, or is that just never going to happen? Never going to happen.
1: No, I think it will. People forget Proposition 8, back in California, before the Supreme Court uh, made this decision to legalize uh, marriage between people of the same sex, California, a very, very liberal state, they put, the, they put the question to the people on the ballot. Should we allow marriage between people of the same sex? They said no. Overwhelmingly, they said no. So it was the justices. It was the elites. It was the people, uh, Olson and boys who, who were involved in the Bush-Gore decision in 2000. These elites, the ruling class, got involved. And they overturned the express will of the people. So, yeah, I think it's entirely possible. Nothing is ever, ever irreversible. Mm. Uh, thank God we got rid of slavery, and, and we, mm. we, we've made great progress against racial discrimination and the like. So, uh, of course, people should fight for what they want and do it peacefully and without the kind of hateful invective. The stuff that I'm looking at on my desk right now, the kind of comments that are being made about Catholics outside the, uh, the old St. Patrick's Cathedral in Chicago, the firebombing in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, it, it's, it's re- really rather revolting how anybody would celebrate the killing of an innocent human being. And and they are celebrating it. They're saying it's yes. a gift. They're saying we love abortion. I have the pictures right in front of me. So th- there's something really sick going on in our country that you have people like that.
0: No, absolutely right. And interestingly enough, that, uh anti-gay marriage vote in California in 2008 that you bring up, Bill, and I know you know this, it was be- partially uh, it- it- it succeeded because or failed, excuse me, because Barack Obama was on the ballot and blacks came out in big numbers. And they are more anti gay marriage than the general population, yes, and that helped contribute to the defeat of gay marriage in California in two thousand and eight. But my last question to you is this: this is what they 're saying uh oh first it's it's uh, now it's overturning roe v Wade, next they're going to overturn uh gay marriage they 're going to overturn uh interracial marriage and all that stuff, which all of that is false, which Samuel Alito distinctly laid out in his uh opinion draft but uh what, what's your response to those allegations right there?
1: Our response is that we will fight for everything that we believe in, and we have a right to do it. We're going to do it through the democratic process. Like as if the other side is giving up. I mean, intolerance is the mark of the left. They live for one thing, for power and for control. And I don't need lectures from the left on telling us that we should pare back now because what? Because you want a few? No, if we, if we can use the same Democratic channels that anybody else can use, and uh, if they don't like the outcome, that's just too bad.
2: Bill, it's always a treat having you on. You really are. You're tremendous. You're not good. You're great. So thank you for stopping by today and imparting your wisdom on Bernard, myself, and our listeners. You stay well, and we'll talk again uh, real soon. It's going to be a big treat for you, to, by the way, if you ever go back to the St. Patrick's Day Parade to walk down Fifth Avenue with Eric Adams. That'll be a big treat. <laughs>
1: Uh. I may skip that one. <laughs> I, figured
2: you, <laughs> I, I figured you were going to say that. Thanks again, Bill. Great job. I, thank, thank you. Guys. All right, Thanks. take care. That's the great Bill You on Bernie and Sid.